right, we got a little cut off there. Sorry, I guess we kept rambling a little bit, but um, part two. this is part two, part two of generations. And okay, what do we leave off of? I think we left off on scripture. So let me go back to it was Judges two, verse ten through twelve, and uh, what, what was happening was that even back then, people forgot what God did when he brought them out of Egypt and in the verse again I'll read it again is after the whole generation had been gathered to their ancestors another generation grew up who knew neither the Lord nor what he had done for Israel then the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord and served the the Baals I got to research that one B-A-A-L-S anyways verse 12 they forsook the Lord the God of their ancestors who had brought them out of Egypt they followed and worshipped various gods of the peoples around them they arose the Lord's anger because they forsook him and served uh, is that word again I gotta ask pastor about it let's <laughs> <laughs> say it wrong <laughs> and the ash oh man there's another one anyways so even even people in Israel were still doing the same thing when it came to the previous generations. What they forgot was what God had done for them, and, and we still do that to this day. We forget about what what previous generations have done, yeah. what uh, where they've come from, how hard they've worked, mm-hmm. um, maybe to give us a better life. Yeah. Um, what they what they, I don't know, what they sacrificed to get us where we are. And I know our parents sacrificed a lot to get us where we are. Yeah. And we're doing the same thing with our boys. Mm -hmm. We're, we're, we have our own sacrifices. But, again, we want, we're teaching them, and we have to teach them about respecting previous generations not just for themselves, but it helps them to look yeah. back and say, wow, these are the people that have paved the way mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. And whatever I do in the public eye is going to reflect the pre- those that came before me. Mm-hmm. The, the, these younger generations, they're not seeing that far ahead. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's unfortunate but even our generation has been hit hard because now we've been <laughs> we've been hit with two economic downturns in our lifetime. Yeah. What other generation can say that? I'm not going to say we're going to use it as an excuse for anybody. We're, we're not. Um, I, I. But there is some positives that I've seen yeah. with. I'm not going to say with this virus, but just with this shelter in place. Mm-hmm. And and what I believe is that it's brought fathers back home. Uh, yeah. if they traveled or maybe if they lost their job and they have to stay somewhere stay yeah. to stay where their kids are they sh- you know it's awesome that, that they should be doing that because children thrive when the father's in the house yeah and I definitely think that uh, going back to what you said about generations not um, realizing what their parents do I mean I I respect my 
my parents and have always done that and I never think I, I don't think I ever really gave them a hard time at all really because I just kind of I don't know I always felt like I was born in the wrong generation um they all feel that yeah like I I never would talk you know talk you know badly about my parents even when they're not around um to their face I would never like I just don't do I just think it's so disrespectful and I just would never do that because your parents those are your parents right like you know they provided for me you know my dad worked hard and you know he's retired now and I'm so happy to see him relaxed and I've never seen my dad relaxed my dad's always go 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 right and I think he's kind of like that's where I kind of have that mentality where the, the shelter in place like so I was on maternity leave right for x amount of months and so basically I haven't been to work physically in eight months and I'm kind of going bonkers over here, right? Like, I need to do something. And my dad's the same way. Like, he's retired, but he needs to do something. And uh, my grandmother, uh, my dad's mom, was the same way. Like, she needed to do something, you know? 90-something years old, she needed to do something, mm -hmm. right? And, um, you know, when she passed away, it was hard. Uh, but that, that work, um, work ethic or that drive to just do so much, you know, was still instilled in my dad. And my dad gave that to me. And I think your dad did the same thing to you, right? Mm -hmm. um, and it's not to say that her mothers didn't. This is just a show about fathers, right? So that's why, you know, so mom and, you know, Grandma Stella doesn't mean <laughs> that you didn't, right? We're just focusing on fathers um, because our moms definitely uh, play a huge part in this as well but I just think now you know talking about fathers is so important because a lot of focus does go on the mom and um, not all fathers are bad right we are very blessed mm -hmm. to have two amazing fathers right that our boys know and you know, have memories with and you know will cherish the memories they had with your dad forever and um it's uh we're very very fortunate mm -hmm. very very fortunate and i think that um we just need to con you know continue to instill that and i think our boys definitely respect you have the utmost respect for you right um and even if you do discipline them you know if they do something they're not supposed to do or whatever have a talk with them they'll turn right back around and want to play with you two seconds later right mm -hmm. they respect you in that way and um well, even even in the previous in the previous episode, mm -hmm. the first one, um, Inji even brought up that dads should discipline their children. Mm -hmm. Now it's a little bit different when, it, when you're talking about punishment, because punishment can they both can mean different things. Mm -hmm. um, but if a child's telling you that they need discipline, then yeah, they're then. What they're getting at is that they're saying, "I need structure." Need structure, yeah. Structure, and 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 that's why you know sometimes you see these athletes, they thrive in these sports because of the structure. Uh, even you know, I, I've been coaching for um, a long time, but I've always tried to institute a a a, a type of structure so that way you know the expectation yeah. when you don't have that structure mm -hmm. 
and you don't even have to be the best coach, but if structure is there, then at least the kids have an expectation of what you're going to be doing at practice yeah. or what at least the parents will say, okay, well, I'm not wasting my money. Yeah. Because if, without the, and even what happens, I think, is that a lot of these younger kids, they grow up without this structure, so then it affects their grades, then it affects their, they grow up that way. Then, as they, uh, and I've seen multiple, I've seen tons of kids that that have had, have some of the greatest athletic ability mm-hmm. that they that you could ask for, and they were just physically gifted, yeah. but they lack the structure. Yeah. Early on, mm-hmm. and then when they get to high school, and you don't even have to go to the best high school, Mm-mm. they don't have the structure and the discipline to be able to thrive in the sport the way mm-hmm. the coach wants to, because they grow up with their dad being their pop corner coach, mm-hmm. or maybe no dad, and they kind of crumble because it's not a reflection of what's going on at home. Then they don't, then without that structure, without that discipline, they don't make grades. And you, and that cycle repeats itself. And then we become a generation of what we used to do or what we did. And that's not important. What you did yesterday is not important to what you're going to do today and you should be trying to do something better tomorrow and I I wholeheartedly believe that that we've become so lax on structure and even in the school systems too I, I think I was I was speaking to a cheerleader coach once just when I was picking up the boys and from what she had told me was that when she went back, I guess after kind of a layoff, to go pick up, I guess the program, mm-hmm. and from what she had told me, when when she spoke with the principal, I guess, or when she, when one of her athletes came, mm-hmm. I guess. She ended up, I guess, working on them really hard and where one of them almost, like, threw up or something like that. But from what she had told me is that the, I guess, the cheerleader had just, it had just come from eating, like, a red brick pizza or something like that. And I'm not saying pizza's not great. I love, I love pizza. Yeah, but but I know that if I exercise, it's going to come up. Yeah. And what the principal had told her, I guess, or when she had, I guess there were, there were athletes on her mm-hmm. squad that complained to the principal stating that, yeah, that, that they were working too hard and the principal yeah. said, well, we really want them here to have fun and, and to, and to enjoy themselves. Well, yeah. Okay, then now we're rolling out the discipline of the actual coach, and you've handicapped the coach. So, in order to, I guess, I'm not too sure what the terminology is, but when these athletes make these pyramids, Mm -hmm. so now you're just going to do it off natural strength? Okay, or we're just not going to do it, and we're going to, 
we're gonna we're gonna just dance and and um, kids still say shake your tail feather or drop it like a so no. still say that or just the other no. stuff. <laughs> See, I don't even know the lingo anymore. Well, it's it it makes me think of how how and then this is purely based off experience and it's not to talk badly about any generation at all that's not the point it's just a matter of just being cognizant about how some of our children are being raised um out there um not our children but people's children mm-hmm. i only have four here um and uh, you know i sit in these meetings just to give you a layout you know so imagine you're sitting in a meeting an iep meeting which i'm in constantly in individual education plan meeting yeah those that might not know what it is (laughs) and um hundreds of people listen to this every day thousands i work with special ed students specifically um so you're sitting in an iep meeting so you know in an iep meeting just so you know is me as the um social worker um a general education teacher to represent general education students case manager slash special ed teacher um the principal and you know an administrator of some kind and anybody additional that needs to be there for logistical program purposes anyway so I don't know almost every single meeting when we talk about academics that they're like doing not doing well academically or whatever or the kids staying up late not getting stuff done we ask like oh have you tried to come up with a schedule or um, take away the phone the looks on the parents faces you may as well have asked them to like throw their kid like in jail or something like oh no we don't do that and they don't take every, away their phone no they don't take away their phone they don't take away the video game there's no boundary there's no the kid rules the house like i've literally sat in meetings where the kid's like no and i look at the parent and we will have to correct the child and say excuse me we're talking to your mother or your father and we're asking them about your phone i've had staff other staff um look at a child and say do you pay your phone bill no then you have no control over it until you're able to pay your phone bill your mother can take away your phone whenever she wants right Uh and so we're allowing this type of behavior to happen and um you know i i see it you know i know the schools are becoming more enforcing more you know restorative justice peaceful um you know peaceful ways of disciplining not always punitive and stuff like that which is great as a social worker that's great and you know but, see, but also at the same time we need you know look at us like we're good we're fine right like a lot of the people that we went to high school with like we're good we're fine like there's some stuff that still needs to be in place i think and um i think that's where these kids are learning that they can get away with so much Mm -hmm. right and these parents are not having the discipline at home and so when the kids come to us they just have no respect for the authority at all like who are you to tell me what to do when my mother lets me do whatever i want at home uh-huh. So, um, and a lot of those pe- kids that I'm speaking of do not have fathers in the house. Because when there is a father around, mm-hmm. 
that the phone ain't a problem most of the time when a father's around unless the father works all day and has no time to take the phone away from the, the kid but um yeah i see that all the time let's, all the time let's see what it the, the i mean we can go back and forth about yeah. this i i mean you know i've i've even heard <coughs> even with this distance learning um I think when NJ was doing distance learning and he was on a Zoom call, I think he if he had mentioned that there was a girl there and she was unmuted and, her, he's, and the teacher had asked, oh, somebody's really loud back there. And I guess he knew who it was, but the, the little girl said, oh, my. It's my dad. He's he's a, a YouTuber, a YouTube a gamer. As if okay, that's your child's literally on a Zoom call. Can you stop for a second? Yeah, like stop and help her. You know, I I guarantee your followers will understand. Your wife, your brother, and your two best friends. Like, they, like, let them subscribe later or something. Yeah. <coughs> it's a big, it's a big, big topic that I think we can spend so much time on. Um, yeah, but, but I, but I think, but I, I do believe that even the school system is being stretched very thin. That's a whole other episode. <laughs> that's a lot. Like, no, like, but see, nobody, there's a lot of people that don't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. Particularly fathers. They're comfortable being okay you know the idea of having my cake and eat it too. Well, what's what's the cake portion of it? Being yeah. single and and then just saying, you know, I got I got kids. That that's that that part's that's not okay. But, and I think that's why I'm. And I and I get relationships might not, not every last. Not every relationship yeah. is going to last, but I do believe if that if you insert God into your relationship. Yeah. It will last. Yeah. And, and you know it, he'll help you get through the toughest times that you had, and he'll. He never said that it was going to be easy. Mm-hmm. But we, like, we can't have this disregard for previous generations and disrespect them. Yeah. Because they were here first. Yeah. And the sooner we start to realize that, and the sooner fathers start coming home, the sooner fathers start yeah. they start they start teaching their kids about previous generations, and kids will actually realize, wow, this is where I came from. Like mm-hmm. I'm really, really, really proud of that. Yeah. Which, you know, which, which I, I believe is 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 gonna is gonna help us thrive. For years and years and years to come, and and then, yeah. and also getting back to talking about faith and, and helping us get through. Faith has helped me get through so many things. It's it's, it's God's given me so much that you, you know you start to learn about grace. You yeah. learn about forgiveness. You learn about the that you're not supposed to be perfect, mm-hmm. but. If you make mistakes, you learn from them. But you can still always fall at the feet of Jesus, and He'll 
pick you up. He wants you as messed up as you are not. Yeah. He doesn't want you to, okay, well, let me clean up a little bit and then let me get back to you. Mm -hmm. Jesus is a gentleman. He'll knock at the door, but he's not going to kick it open. Mm -hmm. that, that's the way I think we live our lives is that we do what we try to do our best. We te try and teach our kids about faith. And also, again, we want to make sure that we're that we're doing our best as parents. Uh, you know, I'm and I'm not forgetting about you. You're not forgetting about me. Mm -hmm. And then I believe that that's how we've been able to to get through this shelter in place. Yeah. Huh. For sure. Oh, that was good. Yeah. That was a good show. It was. Well. I don't know if it was your guest. It might have been my guest. I think it was, you know, I'm going to have to get in touch with your people and get you back on. I'll have your people call my people. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Uh, we do appreciate your time. Thank you for Again, listening. Again, like, subscribe. Um, thank you for listening. And, and uh, I hope that maybe there was something that you picked up. Or if, uh, even if we don't do it for anybody, at least we're here d doing it for God and he hears us. And I'm hoping that if you've got anything about this, about from this particular two-part show, is that respect the generations before, don't disregard them, and and learn to love one another. Because again, you'll you'll never know when when uh, you'll you'll need to learn something. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um. Want to pray us out? You want to pray us out? Praise okay. There you go. Heavenly Father, thank you for allowing us to share our hearts, share our lives on such a platform like this. I think that, you know, whoever hears this gets something from it. I pray that they get something from it, that they hear it, that they understand it, that they know that it's for good and that you are for good, Father God. I just think thank you. Uh, for allowing Nick and I to have this time together and again to be able to share you know what we love to do and you know I hope everything that we do for you you see and you know that we love you and we appreciate everything that you've done for us and our families and just bless everyone who listens plus our families our boys um and let's continue you know let us continue to keep spreading the word uh, spreading your love to the world. Those three subscribers that know how. <laughs> one, you know, I'm not going to ever heard the story of the starfish, right? But mm -hmm. even if you have one person listen to this, God, I know that um, 